Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. A couple quick announcements we want to give you. We've got a summer schedule change that's about to happen uh, that we want to make you aware of. And uh, this next week, there's, we've got a couple of tents that are going to be arriving. And one will be off the front of the building here to create... This is just a tarp right now, but additional seating space, about 40 feet deep this way. And we also have a 20 by 20 tent arriving for our children. And so we're trying to make more space so that throughout the summer, the months of June, July, and August, depending on all what happens in our life with buildings and all that we're looking at, that we've got it covered, okay? So one gathering next week, 10 o'clock, mass welcomed. But listen, you take care of that on your own. You know that any place you go in this world, enter at your own risk. Okay, so do that wisely. Do that as you need to do. And we're going to go ahead and worship God here. And we would love to have you here. Love to have you involved with what's going on. Um, let's see, anything else with the schedule for next week that you can think of? No, nothing you want to announce. Uh, also, as you know, we are uh, working on being able to secure a permanent facility. This week is like a really weird week. We've got a week coming up where a building that we've been bidding on is not an, un, it's an unusual arrangement. So I don't know if we're getting this building or not. We will know this week. And if not, we know that we can't continue to do this all throughout next year and, you know, even in the fall time as it starts raining again. So if the building doesn't work out that we're trying to lock into, I want you to know that we've got some backup plans. We've been looking at temporary facilities, been to the movie theater, been looking at the movie theater off of uh, I-5 and 99th Street exit, a number of different things we're looking at. We will find a, or we're looking for an option, and we'll let you know over the next few weeks what that looks like. That sound good? Might just have church at your house. That'll be good. John, you got that all? Will you cook breakfast if we do that? I don't know. I'm sure you're, you are a good cook. I've eaten your cooking before. It's pretty good. I was going to say, well, we could go to Annie's house because Annie cooks for a tribe every time. Turn around. Anything you want to say, sweetheart? It's great to be here. Woo! Uh, I wanted to uh, congratulate uh, the Wisdoms, we hear that the Wisdoms are going to expand. Am I, was I supposed to? You didn't know that? No. Listen, I sensed it. The, the, I asked for permission to announce that. Oh, was it semi? Did I misunderstand? Listen, all right. You all know now. Sorry about that. It's great. <laughs> I thought you gave me permission, Jordan. Okay. I got nervous by your reaction. Rowena's like, I don't think you were supposed to say anything. <laughs> hey, let's talk for a few moments about water baptism, but we've got a couple people we're going to baptize today. And it could be that maybe you're here today and you've discovered that you are stepping into this relationship with Christ. And if you decide you want to get water baptized today, if you haven't already been baptized, you realize that, hey, this is, oh, I, that's what this means, then we'll baptize you as well. Uh, the water is looking a little bit brown, but we had that trucked in from the Dead Sea. We want to make this, like, really real. And uh, it's actually clean water, but uh, the filters here at the Hub are not the greatest. Um, but it's clean. It's just iron. So if you get out and you're floating like Iron Man after it's all said and done. Mm. Okay, I just wanted to, like, read you a scripture. We're going to be uh, obviously talking about water baptism. Uh, but... 
Scripture out of Matthew chapter number 28, verses 19 through 20 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. You know, water baptism is just a brief moment in the life of a Christian, but it's a key moment. It reminds me a lot of of marriage. You know, a wedding is not the entirety of marriage, but it's a key moment in a relationship. And water baptism really does mirror kind of the wedding ceremony to a degree as we look throughout Scripture. And I just wanted to point out a couple of things that water baptism signifies. Because the people who are going to be baptized today are making a statement about relationship that is key, that the Bible talks about. It says here for us as a church to go into all the world and baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I want you to understand what's being done today. And so there's a couple things that baptism signifies. You can see on the screen. Number one, it signifies that there's been a revelation. And most of you would know what I'm talking about in this idea of revelation. Now, you're born into this world not knowing God. Did you know that? In fact, you're born into this world, and it's tough even to try to figure out Who is God and what is he like and what does he do? It's so challenging because the enemy of our souls and the world around us just puts all these distractions up around us. And and it does kind of mirror marriage because if you were like me, I had to do quite a bit to capture Rowena's attention. Besides just walking through the food line where she was serving in college, I would flex a little bit and I would tell (laughs) jokes and I would do whatever it took to try to capture her attention. And I don't know if you are aware of this, but your entire life from the moment that you were born, God is working overtime to capture your attention. It's the way it works. God is in the process of revealing to you the love of his son. And we get little glimpses of it here and there, like me coming through the, uh, the dinner line for thirds because she didn't notice me on first or second, so thirds. I'm the last person in the cafeteria having another heaping pile of potatoes, reaching out with my plate flexing because she would see that, 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 oh, aha moment of, wow, this beautiful man standing in front of me. Um, remember, you remember that? When, when I told you I'm a beautiful man and you were like, yes, you're a beautiful man. And, and the relationship starts. You know, all throughout scripture, we see a picture of that, of God trying to reach into your life and capture your attention. You know, even had to do it to the disciples. In fact, the disciples, were, were also our vision of God is so blocked at times that Christ, after he, he, he was crucified and buried and rose again, he was walking with some of the disciples. And the Bible says in the, in the book of uh, Luke that they did not recognize Jesus. There was this inability. The Bible says that their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And in this world... Your eyes and everything in this world is going to try to keep you from recognizing Jesus. But later on in that chapter, Luke chapter 24, it says their eyes were opened. And here's the key. They recognized him. So in all of our lives, there comes a moment. And I pray, my prayer is that you are experiencing this now. Or it's for those of you, it's already happened. Me, some 30 years ago. But our eyes are open. God supernaturally allows you to see that God is real. He really loves you. His heart is for you. The sacrifice of Christ on the cross wasn't just a generic act, but it's for you specifically. And when that revelation happens, 
your eyes are open and you're like, oh my gosh, God is really real. And so there's that revelation that he has a love for you, that he's for you. He wants to help you. And as that revelation happens, just like in a, an earthly relationship, there's an invitation. Hey, do you want to go out with me, girl? Right? Rowena and I, our first dates in Bible college, because it was real strict, we, we, we sat across from the table and ate a meal together. That was a date. We went to the snack bar together. But we had to be two feet, two feet apart because it was Bible college, and they'd recognize the temptation factor Rowena would have. And so <laughs> establishing a holy zone here to keep her on her side was, uh, was critical. But... Jesus doesn't have that with us. He, he says, will you come with me? He says throughout scripture, will you come and follow me? But for you and I and our, our experience, it's Jesus is inviting you to step into the life with him that he created because as he gave his life. And so the invitation to come and follow him is not just come and do whatever he says, but it's to step into the best life that you could experience because of his death, his burial in his resurrection. So when these people are being baptized, they're saying, I've had that revelation and I've heard the invitation. And thirdly, I've made the decision. I've said yes. Rowena and I, we got engaged in one of our professors, his home. Uh, he went into the kitchen. He acted like he had invited Rowena over for some something. She talked to his wife or something. And then he left the room and then the lights dimmed. I stepped out into the living room, and she was a little shocked. And I knelt down. I think I knelt down. I maybe shouldn't do it now because I don't know if I get back up. If I can't get back up, I blame Shane because he had me work out this week, and my butt cheeks are like rocks. Sorry, you didn't need to know that. But I asked her, will you marry me? And that's a key moment because you could date forever. And you can, like, experience the touch of God and desires of God, but there's something powerful that happens when you say, yes, I will follow. And if you haven't said, yes, I will follow yet, I'm telling you, the greatest day, one of the greatest days of my life was Rowena saying yes, but that opened the door to step into more of greater days, more of relationship. And the same is true with your relationship with God. It's got to start. You've got to respond. He's already said yes. Now he's waiting for you to respond. It's a mutual thing. He's already committed it all and said, I love you. I want you. I want you to come with me. I want to help you through everything you go through. I want to lead your life. I want to lead you into the best life possible. But you have to respond. And so all throughout Scripture, we see disciples and followers say yes. Now, the way they go ahead and make that a firm and, and really a, a covenant thing it's much like we do marriage. After Rowena said yes, we went public with our decision. We stood up in some, it'll be 33 years this year. Rowena was seven. That's really creepy. <laughs> do the math, though. There's no way if you do the math, you'll, okay. So anyways, um, but we stood up in front of a crowd and we said, will you? And she said, yes. And I said, yes. And that sealed the deal. We didn't do that privately. That re This relationship is private, but it's also very public. And I want you to know your relationship with God needs to be public as well. It's not intended to be a private thing because as you say yes, as you're water baptized, you're letting the whole world know, I've made the decision. I've said yes. I'm all in. 
I'm going to follow Jesus. Me and him are the closest relationship. All other relationships are second, but he and I are first, right? And so that's what water baptism is all about. So we're excited today to be able to baptize a couple of people. You ever, you, are you ready for that? Okay, very cool. So um, we're going to go ahead and come on this way, sweetheart. We're going to baptize Lauren uh, this morning. I'm not sure where she's at. She's coming on. She's got her shirt that says, I said yes. So we're going to pull you over this way. Hey, Joe, can you help us to, she's going to, there's a step in here. And I just want to make sure that we're able to help her to, if she, if she flops in there, you jump in and okay. save her, okay? <laughs> it's very, it's very, sorry. Good, step in. It's not the Columbia. You can, okay, go ahead and face that way. Where we need Which? Okay. You want to be right over here. Okay, Lauren, you want to go ahead and kneel down. They'll be able to see you. Remember, put your feet all the way. Put your feet all the way to the back here, so that we can bend Isn't it awesome? It will be a day to remember. It's fantastic to say yes to Jesus. And what's so cool is to be able to say yes in relationship with other people. And there's been so many people involved with leading, helping you to be a part of your life, leading you to this spot. And some of it's been really great moments, and some of it's been somewhat tragic moments and challenging moments. But if there's ever anybody that I've ever seen who's, like, really needed God to show up, this has been a season where you've needed God to show up. And in that process of kind of dating God, and he shows up and he does the miraculous, leads to moments like this where you're like, you know what? God's for me. I'm saying yes to the God who said yes to me, and he'll continue to do the miraculous in and through my life for the rest of my life. Amen? Amen. So we're going to baptize you in just a second, and Pastor Rowena is going to pray over you. But I, I just want to give you a little bit of input. You know, you've got an amazing smile that you bring into a room, and I've watched that smile be on your face for a long time. Even when moments were the most difficult, and that's a thing that you carry with you that brings a joy to people in the room. I, sometimes I think I've got some problems. And then I've watched what you guys have walked through, and I've thought, shoot, my problems are anthills. My kids have hardly ever been in sick. Never, I don't think any of my kids have ever been in the hospital a single day. Thank God for that. And yet, how many days? A hundred? A hundred and two days. And weighing, what, 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 your daughter was weighing how much when she was born? A pound? That's, that's some serious challenges. When you, when you think you got it rough and you get to watch other people navigate forward and God is faithful and we prayed as a church family and they prayed as a couple and we continue to pray and we continue to pray and God shows up and he does so many good things and we come to a moment like this, why wouldn't I want to serve God? He is so good and he's been so, so good to you. Amen? Amen. Anything, anything you want to share? Are you guys going to cry together? <laughs> yeah, we will we'll pray, and it, it, it was always just a miracle. And the things that, not just her life, but how she's affected us as a church. And just to see us pray and see God answer. And my faith is encouraged because we prayed with authority and believing and not doubting because I was a little baby and just it just I know for myself it just brought something more it brought a, 
extra amount of strength in my faith to believe for this child's life. And I'm excited to see what God has for her through her. The testimony that you and Jacob will be able to share, the testimony that Zoe will be able to express to others because no one can take that away from you. It's a miracle. Because you saw it. And it's like, I don't care what everybody else says. I saw what happened. I saw the hand of God. And that's something that you can hold on to, and no one can take that away from you. Amen. 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 Well, why don't you go ahead and pray. We'll pray over her as a church. Just yeah. extend your hand towards her, and Amen. Rowena will lead us. God, we just thank you for your miracle working hand. God, I thank you that your hand has been upon Lauren. God, that you have guided her. You have um, just brought things uh, into her life that has just shown her who you are for her. God, she has cried out to you for miracles. She has cried out to you for answers for her life, for her family's life, for her daughter's life. God, and you have shown yourself faithful. You have shown yourself to be the almighty great physician God you have just shown yourself to doctors to those that have doubted God you have been the miracle worker that you you say that you are that we read about Lord we see it right before our eyes and I pray that Lauren will continue to push forward in you that she will continue Lord to know who you are God she will continue to dig into your word she will continue to develop a relationship with you that will take her to new um places and new avenues and new heights that she never imagined. God, though the the um, you know, road ahead might have um, obstacles and might have challenges, Lord, because we're living life. But Lord, that she will know that her God is faithful, that her God is strong, and it would stir something within her that when she doubts, when it looks like impossible, that she will remember Zoe, and she will remember the working hand of your miracle um, power, and she will just rise up and say no, and the authority, God, that she has learned to proclaim, that that will rise up, and she will proclaim faith. She will proclaim, proclaim work for others, others that will need encouragement other families that will doubt, other families will that will have no hope, that she will pray with them, encourage them, and see you do great things for their life as she you have done for theirs. Lord, we thank you for her and for what you have for her. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. That's awesome. Did you want to say anything? You got that look on your face. Um, I just want to say that I'm so thankful and so blessed to 
be able to experience this with you guys. Um, I'm not sure if most of you know, though, but so when I had Zoe, um, my doctor told Jacob that I wasn't going to make it, and neither was Zoe, and so when he told me that, I was like, well, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I made it. I'm just, but every day I just thank that doctor that told me to go over to labor and delivery because my blood pressure was really high, and it was just like, okay. <laughs> And I'm just so thankful and so blessed to have God with me and so blessed to just be here to this day and Zoe and just to, it just amazes me how much it means to me and everything and I don't know what I would do if, you know, if I passed away and Zoe and I know that'll be with my dad but I just think and thank that doctor every single day because he had a concern and I was like okay so yeah <laughs> thank you part of you everybody has a story it's amazing the things that God will do to get our attention, right? Anybody? I mean, what what has God been doing to get your attention? Wow. The things that he had to do to get my attention. Wouldn't it be great to meet God on the mountaintop when everything was great? How many of you did not experience God there? <laughs> how many of you needed to go all the way down to the bottom? Anybody? All right. Sometimes that's how it's happened, how it happens. But... He is the God of the valley as well. Well, our next person we're baptizing is David Capron. We're glad to have him here. And uh, give Dave a big hand as he heads this way. We, I'm not sure if we'll need manly men to help him into the pool or not. He might. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Steve, get away from me. <laughs> Just because your forearms are like my, my calves or my thighs. Well, David, it has been just a, a blessing to see you come into the house, to see your family come into the house, and he has blessed you with beautiful girls, and they are, just, they are such a joy, and I just want to encourage you to continue to follow in the way that God has laid out for you. He has so much for you, and just the model that you will give to your, your daughters of what they, and this is, you know, what they are going to be looking for in a husband. And though it, though it might feel a lot of pressure, because, <laughs> you know, we're not perfect all the time. But yet your heart, if your heart is leaning towards God, and your girls will know, hey, Dad, my dad's not perfect all the time, but his heart is for God. He is working towards God. He is continually following in his footsteps. So you lead, you lead well. And you just take God for everything that he has. Questions that you have, take it to God. Love him with all of your heart. And he will give you the answers that you're looking for. They might not always be the answers you want to hear. But be open to that. <laughs> and he just has your best in mind. Yes. For not only you, but for your daughters, for your wife. 
And it's going to be an exciting moment. It's going to be an exciting ride. This is just the beginning. This is you saying, yes, I want it, God. I want your plan for my life. I want your plan for my family. Let's go. Let's do this. And just see what God will do. He won't fail you. He won't disappoint. He will challenge you. But he will not disappoint and he will not expect you to walk that journey alone. So you hold on to him and just see what he has for you. It's exciting. Yes. Amen. You know, I get to spend uh, a little bit of time with David, and uh, it's an interesting story. You know, COVID and online is really what's brought him and his family into our church. And they were moving to the Ridgefield area and found us online and locked in and started talking to us online. And so it's it's been fascinating. Uh, David shared a little bit about his childhood growing up. One of the things that stood out to me as a young boy, his family actually kind of had a church on their own property where, where a pastor would come in. And as a kid, he was kind of in a church setting, not a bigger church setting, small. And what's happened over these last couple of years, after growing up and kind of stretching out of the church and being out doing his thing and and starting to raise a family, this season has brought the desire of his children to know about the things of God. And and see, the, the thing that's amazing about the deposit that God makes into all of our lives, especially as younger children, is like a seed that gets planted in there in, in a child's life that's germinated through the years. I don't want you to ever underestimate the power of making sure that your children are in the house of God. I can go back to when I was in preschool. My mom took me to a Christian preschool because it's probably more affordable than any other. And I had this vague memory of the teachers being excited and having a conversation with my mom. I don't remember it real, real clear, but it was a Baptist preschool. And I am almost positive that as a small child hearing these Bible stories, they probably led me in the prayer to accept Christ. Now, we strayed away a long ways. You know my story. It it had nothing to do with church for a lot of years. But in the process, that seed being inside of me, I prayed regularly. I prayed for the wrong things. Lord, help that girl to like me. You know, it's just weird, you know, crazy things. But it was because there was something that was planted on the inside. And so the things that were planted on the inside by grandma, grandpa, mom, and dad, it's amazing. The wind of God breathes across that and causes that to come to life. And it it goes generationally into your children as well. And that's an exciting thing. That's an exciting, exciting thing. So we're going to go ahead and pray over you. Father, I thank you. Pray with me for David. Father, I thank you for David, his family. Thank you for this decision to recommit to you, God, to lean forward and say, God, you're first. Let all other things be second. God, you're number one in my life. I thank you for his decision to follow. And Lord, in following, it leads his wife, leads his children, leads future generations. Father, into your goodness, Lord. And this is a good path that we step into. It's green pastures. Certainly there's some challenges, but Lord, the greenest pastures are always in a relationship with you. It makes business stronger. It makes relationships stronger. Health is stronger. Opportunities are stronger because of our relationship with you. You made that promise. Jesus, you said you came to give us life and life abundant, not survival life, abundant life. And so I thank you for this man, his commitment, his leadership. And God, I pray that you will raise him and his family up in greater measure to have an impact here locally in this house and outside of this house in their neighborhood. You know the desires that you placed in his wife to reach out to the community and to have an impact and to honor. And so we just pray, God, for that avenue to be able to do that. And Lord, that you'll use their whole family in remarkable ways. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen.
you want? Uh, so, like Pastor Steve said, we've we've been here for about six months now, and uh, at first we were hesitant. We didn't know, um, but some sign came and said, "Now's the time. Do it now." And um, from day one, you guys have all welcomed us like family. And my wife, daughter Emery, and Harper are beyond grateful for everything, and we love all of you. Thank you. How awesome is that? Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.